0: Business Tech Weekly Podcast Episode Number 43. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.tv. Join the community. Hola, amigos and amigas. My name is Cliff Raviscraft. A meyama, say Cliff. Anyway, (laughs) it's Cliff Ravenscraft. And this is Andy Traub. We're here because we're super ultra professional, and I don't want to embarrass Andy in the the less than professional sound and feel of our show. Nope. It would never happen. It would never happen. Nope. You know what I say is is when you own your own business, isn't it okay at times just to be wacky and have fun? Better be. I, Better I, be. I like just having fun. What are you going to do, fire yourself? I. You know what? There have been times that I've almost <laughs> fired myself. Yeah, my wife
1: almost fired me a couple times out of my job, but... Uh... Not out of my marriage, but out of my job. But she's uh, she let me keep working here. So that's nice. That's you cool. reminded me, Cliff, of my uh, freshman and sophomore year of Spanish because I had to take the same class for both years. Yeah. So it sounds like your skills are as good as mine were.
0: Hey, I can I can do, uh, oh, Dios que, oh, Dios, que concediste a tu sierra, os sacerdote gracias a tu que escondole, para fundar, and instrumento, as que yo sepa. I have no idea what i just said and matter of fact i'm pretty sure it's all wrong but yeah yeah then i'm not impressed i can say por qué no aqua in la piscina and i know that 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 means a family show no that translatable or no no that's real that's why is there no water in the swimming pool oh okay and 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 i remember the reason why i was able to remember what swimming pool is because it's piscina and i'll let your mind do the rest (laughs) (laughs) all right so there you go Thanks. There you go. See, there. how's your, how's
1: your, uh, how's your week been? It's Thursday.
0: Dude, my week is awesome. I, yeah. I have had an, an absolutely amazing week. Uh, I'm still writing major waves of creativity. I am uh, just, you know, I've gotten a couple things, you know, some momentum going on a, on a few projects that I've been thinking about and working on. Uh, my virtual assistant is well underway creating my very first ebook based upon my, one of the, the video tutorials, uh, two-hour uh-huh. video tutorials I had uh, done, and I've got my 2nd ebook that's that's uh, going to be going out right after that, uh, or going into production right after that. I have uh, just so many different things, so many different ideas. I'm getting ready to leave tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. to go to uh, Boston for a four-day weekend, uh, speaking at a conference there with Father Roderick. I finally get to meet Father Roderick after five <laughs> years of like him being one of my best friends, and Uh, it'll be the first time we actually meet each other face to face. And And of course you're
1: going to Boston. That makes sense to meet each other.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I get to speak in front of, uh, you know, possibly hundreds of people. I'm throwing a big, huge meetup, uh, in Boston. And so far, 37 people have signed up to show up at the meetup in a, uh, at a bar in Boston. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Things are going good. How things are going. How are things going for you, Andy? Bueno, muy bueno.
1: Um, Yeah, things are good. We uh, launched to our sort of private group of folks uh, for do-it-yourself-wordpress.com which will be um, our membership site that we hope to have open to the public next week, but we have sort of a small group of people that we invited in to do some testing and um, that's going well. It's nice to to ship, you know, to get stuff out the door and put it out there and it's not perfect, but uh, I have a list of people that are sort of knocking on the door and want to know when it's going to be public and we also have some folks that are in there right now using it, and um, it's nice to nice to have an idea, you know, eight months ago, and now it's a reality, and um, so that's that's awesome. And um, you know, other parts of my business, I've got, uh, you know, it's it's interesting, Cliff, uh, the the opportunities that you get that you say no to, mm-hmm. that um, even when I say no to certain things, and it's just businesses that you know, maybe wanted to work with me or I saw of having a need and maybe I explored it with them and then, you know, I didn't follow up. It, it's it's saying no to certain companies is saying yes to other ones. And I've just experienced that a lot in the last week or so of, um, you know, just sort of saying, you know, I don't think this is, I don't think we should explore this anymore. You know, we're not a good fit for each other or whatever it might be. And that's just an interesting thing in business to to not be so desperate that you say yes to everything, but to be in a position where you say, you know what, um, your, your motives aren't my motives necessarily. So let's, let's, let's part ways on this before we get into it. Right. And, um, cause you know, a lot of what I do is I help people promote who they are and the service they provide. Yeah. And if I don't fundamentally believe that, that they have the best in mind for their, um, customers, then I won't work with them. And, um, it's just been, it's interesting. It's right. interesting to mix, uh, mix moral with business, but I do that every day. So, so I have a question
0: uh, for you. You, yeah. you. I've got uh, do it yourself, WordPress.com pulled up and I see a little uh, flash or it might even be possibly HTML5 video player here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've not seen the look and feel of that player before. What player are you using?
1: Uh, you know, I'd have to consult Marta on that. She's the, the, my partner on this project. Um, I know it's a paid flash player um, for wordpress
0: very cool um yeah.
1: so yeah it's a pretty slick one um she's uh she's well versed in such things and um and she's doing a great job with uh with uh, making the back end i mean if you go to that site now like as you said there's really nothing there uh it's because it's a membership site and all the membership stuff's in the background so what we're working on now is more on the public side of things right um so we'll we'll have that out there very soon
0: very cool. I'm I'm yeah, excited to see that you're working on those kind of projects.
1: Yeah, it's it's neat and it's funny to to you know, and I'll share more about it in, in future segments probably. But the development from, uh, for instance, our our price point has gone up fourfold, mm-hmm. and, and and I'll talk about that in another segment another time. But it's just as you start to talk to your your target market when you start to really get down to the nitty gritty, it's amazing how your preconceived notions of of, uh, of pricing can really be blown out of the water. Um, you know, you just, it's, I think it's good to model what other people are doing, but, you know, there's a whole lot of people out there, you know, paying 50 bucks to be a part of a community that, frankly, <laughs> they, uh, they're not really a part of the community. And right. um, so our goal is to have people spend a lot more than that, um, but only be in for a few months because that's all as long as they really need to be in there. Right. Uh, so, I don't know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it goes, but so far, um, the feedback has just been awesome. And, and our goal is to help people build their own WordPress sites and make them dynamic and attractive and, and, and really equip people to do it themselves. And, and I know that upsets some people who build websites for a living, but, um, you know, it's, it's a new world. And WordPress makes it possible for people to, to manage their own sites.
0: Yeah, and there's always going to be people out there who don't want to do anything with their own website mm-hmm. and have somebody else do it. So Absolutely. Plenty, I get those people, too. Yeah. Plenty, plenty to go around, my friends. Plenty to go around. Yep. All right, let's talk about some tech news and updates. What's going on in the tech world? Let's do
1: that. Sorry, my iPad went to sleep. Um, by the way, do you still love your iPad?
0: I still love it.
1: You know, it's it's interesting. It's a device that uh, I find myself using more and more, not less and less, so... Yeah, yeah. We'll have to talk about app management at some point because I keep downloading apps and I'm using them less and less. So yeah, maybe that's another therapy. Uh, you know, someone sent a note. It's funny, they sent a note directly to both of us via Twitter like five minutes after this came out and it was about Google having multiple accounts sign-in. And the interesting thing is it doesn't really relate. Like it doesn't really help me at all. Uh, I think it's it's good if people have multiple accounts, but I have... I have multiple accounts that point, you know, email addresses that go into my one, um, you know, Google Apps account. But um, I was interested to to make note of it, but also ask you: Does it relate to you, or have you made made use of this new feature that Google has, where so you can sign into multiple Google accounts at the same time?
0: I would have a lot of great use for it if they made it available on Google Apps instead of just Gmail. Mm-hmm. But they don't. Mm-hmm. And that sinks because right now I am using Chrome to interact with my regular email address, and anytime I want to check to see what's going on in the feedback, I would either have to log out and then log in as under my feedback account, or if I wanted to check out and see how Andrea's inbox is looking, I, I'd have to log yeah, out yeah. and log in. So I would certainly benefit from this if it was available on the Google Apps engine, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh so currently yeah. I'm still I still I do Chrome normal by default and then if I need to check my feedback email I just open up Firefox which unfortunately takes a very long time but uh anyway um that's what I I'm doing so yeah I would benefit from this and the other thing is I'm not sure but I don't believe it's uh, working for like multiple YouTube accounts yet is it Yeah YouTube
1: of all the sign ins that people have trouble with I think YouTube is one of the most problematic so i can't tell you what it is or isn't working for because i'm not using it
0: see Um, i I love youtube and i was i'm think you know i'm currently right now just dumping everything into one youtube account but i could certainly see the benefit of having you know uh, several different youtube channels like youtube.com podcast answer man youtube.com slash all this other stuff yeah but uh right now i just dump everything into cliff eotc yeah, and, yeah, I'm, and then I, I paste I'm, everything. I'm going to start out. a new
1: channel for YouTube soon as well, just to split off. But um, yeah, I can see it being helpful. And again, I don't. I think you answered this question. I think we talked about it last week. Of, of why doesn't Google offer this to Google Apps users first? And I think you said something to the effect of, "And this is the only answer that I really bought so far was that they couldn't guarantee the 99.9 percent, you know, uptime of the service." so they weren't going to give it to the apps users yet but yeah i don't know i just it seems to me that if you're going to roll it out that you'd roll it out to well it, app users first but yeah, I, don't I don't
0: know they 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 roll things out test it and and see if they if they break and and then what i see is like for example now finally in google apps you can do your WYSIWYG uh html signatures now yeah yeah. So that they kind of snuck that in without me even noticing an announcement. I just went. I had uh, one of my consulting clients says, "Hey Cliff, you said check back in two weeks to see if we can do that. Have they done it?" And I said, "I don't know. Let's look." And I'm like, "Oh, yep, they did it." So yeah. so now the so now you can actually put your logo and, and your your HTML uh, coded buttons for your social media stuff, all of that can happen. You no longer have to have WiseStamp to be able to do a, a really good looking signature in yeah. Google Apps, which is very cool.
1: It is. I think I'm going to go back to WiseStamp to though because I think that WiseStamp positioned my signature in a different place. Mm-hmm. So like when I replied to you, it would put the signature right below my message I was sending to you Yeah. versus at the very bottom below your message
0: does you that could, make sense you should be able to change that in uh, a google labs feature called uh, where it actually puts it where you could t- where it tells it to put it in front of or above the actual quoted message that's a google right. that's a labs feature
1: love me some labs yep. are you using a google labs feature cliff i am i thought you swore those off
0: no 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 did i ever say that
1: <laughs> no i'm, I'm giving I, you a hard time because you usually don't adopt things that aren't uh
0: I yeah. yeah I I I I'm very critical of things when they first come out. Today <laughs> today social media serenity there were two things that were introduced as brand new features and uh I was completely 100% opposed to them, but literally before we got off the topic within a 5 minute period of time on both of those, I had been convinced that yeah, I could use this. <laughs> I it's just that's my personality. I, it's like I know. I, it's I like know. I nobody likes change you know and and new stuff but i of course i always i i, I try to adopt as much as i can
1: yes we do we I, try for try- our listeners and for our own amusement
0: so i, I like this, anyway it's
1: G- like google my- multiple accounts sign in it's it's out there and and we hope it yeah. it makes things easier because certainly you and i are total google you know systems fanboys
0: so right google wave is uh going bye-bye they're putting it in you know they're burying it
1: yeah, they're. And I guess the equivalent of this is they're no longer offering support or updates or something to that effect. Well, not so, only
0: that, but they're going to shut it down.
1: Are they going to fully uh, oh, turn yeah. the lights off?
0: Yeah, they're going to turn the yep. lights off. Yeah, they're going to. They're they're basically what they've done is they've they've given your your pink slip and said, hey, you've got a little while before we figure out how to give you some tools to take your junk out of here. But as soon as we give you the tools uh, to give you the the, the stuff, uh, you know, probably sometime after the end of this year. Uh, yeah. you'll you'll have we'll give you notice and then then you know you will no longer be able to sign in.
1: Yeah, and I I, I pulled this uh, quote from some person who left a comment on TechCrunch. The article I was reading about it, and I thought it, this person, his name is Sean, summarized it really well. And he says, when I saw the two-hour demo slash presentation last May, I was really impressed talking about Google Wave here. He says it looked like the slickest product ever made, but when I finally got my hands on it. I just didn't know what to do with it. I had no use for it. The interface is also super complicated, very powerful, but a huge learning curve. And I, I just I think that summarized really well how I felt and I think a lot of other people felt, which it seems like, wow, this thing has such potential. But I think I know that they wanted to control the amount of people that were on it in the beginning. Yep. But I feel like there's this huge mass of people that were pounding at the at the gates to try to get into this thing and were so ready for this mass adoption and they let so few people in that it's sort of like if you only let eight people in Twitter, it wouldn't be nearly as much fun. (laughs) You know, you need a lot of people for wave to work. And I just felt like it was such a drip, drip, drip that I didn't have time to go in and learn a new service because I didn't have other people using it. You know what I mean?
0: And if you were using Google wave, it was fine. But if you used Firefox, I I, never once in my life, even to this day, could I ever get Google Wave to stay functioning and function in a, in a, in a way that would be useful to me in any other browser than Google Wave or, or yeah. Google Chrome? Although I am using Google Chrome now as my primary default browser, funny enough, but uh, too little too late. And, and it's, it's not only that, but it may, it's like maybe I figure out how to use it. But relying on t- either training myself training everybody else how I want them to use it to be able to so we can all use it together yeah. is just too much work. And yeah, so- I
1: don't know if it tried to do too much. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it, I felt like it didn't, it didn't ever f- solve a specific problem for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like we talked about a service last week. And I think we kind of gave it a hard time about the sharing. You could share a document really quickly. Yeah. Or type something in. You know, for some people it works. I mean, that's fine, and and I get that. But it's not super complicated. It's like overly simple, right? Mm-hmm. But Google Wave, I just feel like it tried to do so many things, ended up saying, "So is this email? Is it instant messaging? Is it file sharing?" Because it's like, in in some way, I felt like they were trying to tell me to do everything in the wave. Yeah. Instead of doing, and and someone tweeted me and said today and said, you know, hey Andy, do you? you know, what would you do instead of Google Wave? And my response is, well, between Dropbox, Skype, and my Google Apps and, you know, Google Docs, you know, that's, that's my Google Wave. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Those are my systems that I have in place. So, and you Wave wasn't necessarily a bad product. I think the I, thought I tried to do too much, you know?
0: I think it was a bad product personally, but that's, a, that's my opinion. Yeah, uh, it was it was, was a bad product. Maybe I was
1: trying to be nice. Maybe but, it sucked.
0: But but I I thought it sucked, and 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 primarily it's my personality. I am an inbox zero person, and and yeah. I didn't think it was conducive to inbox zero, and and I just didn't like the way it was implemented, and I thought it was ugly as all get out. Yeah, I think at
1: the end of the day, that's what drew me the furthest away from it so quickly. Is I would just go there. And I'm like, what am I looking at? I mean, inbox zero is either you have messages or you don't. Yeah. You know, Skype, you you have phone numbers in your list, and someone's calling that they aren't. But Google Wave, I just, I don't know. It just seemed like they were trying to get me to do everything in one spot. Yeah. And if it did it well, maybe that's fine. But the interface, and I guess that's what's interesting to me is, you know, it's Google. You'd think that they'd kind of figure out the interface. It's no, not no, no, out no, enough no, no, money no, no. I think that's. I hire way people to figure it out, but I they think, don't.
0: I I think Google's notorious for bad user interface.
1: No, but it's like can't can't they suck up some company that has good user interface? I dude, mean it
0: just seems like what's your problem? Dude, let me tell you something. Uh Google Docs, have you ever heard of Rightly before? Rightly? Yeah. Rightly.com. It was Google Docs acquired Google acquired rightly. That is Google Docs. Yeah. Yeah. And I will uh-huh. tell you I will tell you right now, rightly was a billion times better as far as the user interface. Than Google Docs was, <laughs> so they bought it and screwed it, it up. They, oh yeah, the, goodness! It, it, right. I mean, it uh, rightly looked just like um, Microsoft Office on the web. And wow! And th- now they kept all the they kept all the same functionality, and of course they've added a ton of awesome functionality. And today Google Docs rocks, uh, and it's actually getting closer to what the look was of rightly. Right. But, but man, rightly had it right as far as user, user interface. And Google bought it and ugly yeah. it. <laughs>
1: yeah, they adopted it and put it in ugly clothes. Yeah. So So, uh,
0: so anyway, uh, Go- Google Google Wave is dead. Yeah, so by, so by so we don't, Wave. We, don't need, we don't need to sit there and consider what it might take to fix it, so it it's gone.
1: Yeah, they considered it and they killed it. So. so
0: Andy, you're always trying something new. What'd you try this week?
1: Well, I didn't try this yet. Uh it's it's one that I'm I'm talking to the company about. Um you know, getting a a copy of to check into. This is the same company that makes ScreenFlow, Uh uh, Telestream. And I just am impressed with them as a company. And so I was uh, emailing them that fact. I actually asked them a question because ScreenFlow has a little bit of a bug right now. And if you try to upload a video of longer than 10 minutes to Ustream, it says you can't do that. Um, To Ustream or
0: YouTube?
1: YouTube. I'm sorry. Thank you. Okay. to, To YouTube. Because you know, obviously, it just hadn't updated the fact that YouTube upgraded to 15 minutes instead of 10, and and I just said, "Hey, are there any other you know, you know?" I said, "I love ScreenFlow. We talk about it on our on our show. Are there any other products you think might fit our audience?" And they mentioned Wirecast, and I went to go check it out. It's like 450 bucks, and there's some major companies, major entities using it to basically produce shows, a uh, really high quality shows, and you can use UStream or you can use your own private. Uh, hosting uh, a streaming network, uh, but I'm going to check out the service, and you know, I don't know if and when it would it would fit uh, what I do in my business. But maybe it opens a door for me to, uh, you know, produce some sort of video uh, uStream show with someone else uh, because it is that intuitive. It's something that I don't get into uh, because I just have always felt like there was too many barriers to it, but. The reason I want to bring it up today is, uh, you know, I, I've talked to a lot of my clients lately as I've been doing some consulting with businesses, and one of the questions I ask them is, you know, what medium do you feel most comfortable speaking in? And sometimes it's written, and sometimes it's audio, and sometimes it's video. And I think if it's video, then you know, I want to give Telestream a shot because they have done such a great job with ScreenFlow They obviously know on some level how to make video easier uh, to see. You know, what what Wirecast can do. So I'll check. I'll check back in with the audience on it uh, once I get a chance to look at it. But I would love to do more video stuff. I feel really comfortable on camera. I just have always felt like it was way too complicated. Yeah.
0: Very cool. I'd love to, I'd love to know. Uh, obviously, I do a lot of live casting, and I think that they also have that av- availability for the Oh, yeah, definitely. So. Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, they've done live. Uh, they, one of the examples of is they, they did a live uh, streaming of like a Ford. Ford did some announcements at the Consumer Electronics Show. And they did it, like, from a laptop, you know? And that's just like, wow, (laughs) that's pretty huge. So we're going to give it a shot.
0: Yeah, let me know how it goes. I shall. All righty. And I'll tell you what, we got some voicemail feedback for uh, this show. And, of course, people can call us at 859-795-4067. Phone number again, 859-795-4067. And the first call we have here is from, let's take uh, Jack, who wants to know something about Recreate Website. Let's take a look and let's Hi, see what he says.
2: question is for the Business Tech Weekly Podcast. I um, am Jack Addy from Orlando, Florida. I'm a healthcare provider, and I'm looking to recreate my website. Uh, I did one seven years ago and kind of just threw something together about my office, you know, the location, what insurance is, except the typical things that you would see on, you know, a healthcare care provider's website. Um, but what I'm noticing, obviously, is there's so much change and trends out there. It um, seems like, you know, CEOs and business owners um, are having their own websites where they're blogging and social uh, media um, type of things. <laughs> obviously, I, I'm not... Totally up on all that, but that's why I'm calling. Basically, want to know, you know, how does a healthcare provider approach this new social medium, and you know, kind of keep a good um, uh, presence on the web Uh, as a doctor, what have you? um, You don't want to lose trust with patients or the community. Um, So it seems like there's probably a lot to navigate in that those areas, but. Uh, if you guys have any uh, input on that, I'd love to know it and hope to gain some insight. Thank you. Bye bye.
0: Very cool, Andy. Any thoughts on this?
1: Got a ton. Uh, Jack's actually one of my clients now, and uh, he have I and I started to work together. And the thing that we're, we're moving towards is that the idea of this sort of. Uh, like we were starting at the start of the show, we were kind of making jokes about being ultra professional. I think those days for a lot of doctors, uh, healthcare providers uh, are ending where people really want you to be accessible. And it's not that like, you know, your your chiropractor, you know, tweets out about your adjustment. That's not what we're talking about. But I think they want you to be human. And so for, for Jack in the healthcare industry, I think you have to worry about and maintain patient uh, privacy. But at the same time, I don't think that prohibits you from sharing your personality and your wisdom uh, and, and frankly, your care and love for people uh, and their health uh, through these new channels. Uh, And so, yes, having a webpage that is essentially a business card for most people, it's a phenomenal waste of money and time. But if my chiropractor, who my family and I, the only doctor that we basically regularly see, is a chiropractor, if if he was more, and he, ours is, he's another one of my clients. But if he was more human, if he spoke more about uh, you know his family's experience, you know, in a in a in a vague way about patient experiences, about things he's seen, you know, if he personalizes his business. I am much more uh, attached to him. And I think that's what I want people to hear when the social media, it's not the media part that's so huge. I mean, that's helpful, but it's the social part. It's that I can trust you, Cliff, as much on Twitter as I do on ABC and Diane Sawyer, whoever is on ABC. You know, it's it's that I want businesses to be more personal. right? And I think that can be achieved uh, for very little money uh, and frankly, very little time because all you're doing is just opening up your heart. And I know this might sound sort of lovey-dovey, but it is. I mean, what's the heart behind Zappos? That company has a heart. Yep. You know, um, What's the heart behind Apple? A lot of people think Apple's evil, but I think at the heart of Apple is they want to make phenomenal products. Um, and so they don't make a lot of them. They make a few of them and are sort of snooty about, no, we're not going to add this or that. So I think Jack's question is a good one, which is, you know, how do you separate yourself? You know, what do you do? And that's why he and I are working together now. And, and, and he gets it. He's got a message to share. And I think part of it is just giving yourself permission to, to be personal with people. Don't just be the business owner. Don't just be the healthcare provider. Uh, be a human being. People, people will be very loyal
0: to that. Yes. Very cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's a great, uh, he's a great guy to work with. He has a lot of passions. And uh, like I said, one of the, the, the main things is just giving yourself permission to not be like every other doctor in town to actually be a person you know
0: exactly it's not yeah. all about the technology i love the fact that it's more about the sec- the social the social being being Absolutely. in relationship and the tech and once once you get that down then you can choose the tools that help mm-hmm. you accomplish that that feel most comfor- comfortable to you yeah awesome well said,
1: man well said and thanks for calling in jack that's and I just I just I'm honored that people take the time to call us Cliff. It's really cool.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. We got another call and this one's about domain names and this comes in from John.
3: Cliff, this is John from Indiana. Um this is for Business Tech Weekly. I'd like for you and Andy to give maybe a little thought and comment about uh, domain names. Um I'm thinking about starting a small business at home basically. My budget's almost zero. Um but I'm looking for branding. I, I used to have a business, and my domain name was just long and cumbersome. And so I'm looking for something that's easy to brand. What are your thoughts? It seems like domain names are hard to come by. And uh, and then also, I guess, for me starting out, any of your opinions for I got some people wanting me to do some training on Excel. And so I'm thinking about doing some video training like you did, so, and we'll do it personally, then give them this video so they can have it to go from um so if you can give me some uh, your input on the the branding and and starting up very small how i can you know how best help my customers appreciate it bye
0: all righty john a couple things that i'll share with you first and foremost on the domain names i'm simply going to point you to business tech weekly episode number zero zero (laughs) one uh which was titled the importance of domain names and it should be available out there for free uh, and uh, again, go check that out. It's an entire episode talking about domain names, and I'm totally cool with a company that is uh, branded DoItYourselfWordPress.com. There you go. I, I like it. I can remember that. Um, yeah. You know, PodcastAnswerMan.com. I, you know, I've, you don't have to have that short stuff. Anyway, we're not going to rehash all of that. Just go to episode zero zero one business tech weekly check it out um as far as the other thing you know if you got a zero budget for a business oh man that's a really really tough place to be um and as far because then then you you're going to miss out on some potential of really being able to pull off some amazing things so i mean if if you can you might want to find some way to scrounge up some money because uh, you know, if you, ha- it, of course, I use a Mac, so for me to do a lot of things, I, I use some software that makes so many things more easy for me. Especially if you are thinking about doing anything in video tutorial, I would. Uh, it's possible you can use Camtasia, but again, Camtasia is not cheap. Uh, and no, so, no, definitely not. So, I mean, it, it and and to be honest with you, I don't like it nearly as much as I like ScreenFlow. Uh, but if you have a Mac and you have ScreenFlow, ScreenFlow is only ninety nine bucks. But if you have a budget of zero, even that's going to hurt you. Uh but it's worth it. Every penny of it plus more. I, I'd I'd pay three times the amount for Screenflow than what it cost uh personally. Yeah. But um Screenflow is amazing for ninety nine bucks. Uh and then go to meeting, I would certainly I, I, I couldn't imagine doing without my go to meeting at fifty bucks a month, and by golly, I, I don't have you know I don't have the affiliate and everything all set up right now for them and and so I, I just tell you I love GoToMeeting. It makes me thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a month. Being able to to connect with anybody with a Windows machine or a Mac machine and be able to have them see everything on my screen and and I can see everything on their screen. I can control everything on their computer, uh, and I can do that at, with up to fourteen other pe- or fifteen other people. And I could record it using ScreenFlow, uh, and then I could do post production and release it as video training products. It's totally awesome.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I want to tap into that. That's the technical side of things. And and Cliff, I'm glad that you heard that very important sentence about the zero budget thing. You know, because I, I frankly think, Cliff, what what you and I both have learned, and we've talked about this before about investing in our business, and that's one of our, one of our other episode titles, I think, is that. If every dollar you put into something, you get $100 back, the only question you have to ask yourself is, how many times can I do that? Right? Yeah. So when you bought ScreenFlow, it cost you $100. It has made you thousands
0: and thousands and uh, thousands of dollars. I will will tell you, it's made me... uh, ScreenFlow, the products that I've created with ScreenFlow has brought me more than $30,000. There
1: you go. So the question is... (laughs) Uh, have you heard of Craigslist? Because, you know, John, you need to get on there and go sell some stuff. Yep. Because once you get the right tools, you know, I, I'm just this came to mind, I was think, listening to this today, Alex Rodriguez, baseball player, uh, you know, admitted steroid user, but he also has hit 600 home runs. You know how many home runs he hits without a bat? Zero, right? You know how many people you can help without screen flow? Zero, <laughs> you know, or maybe one instead of 100. The point being, you know, there's there's no limitations with ScreenFlow. Um, you know, in regards to length, there's some other options for, for free ones. But but at the end of the day, I think if you want to do it and do it right, find a way. Yeah. Find a way and, and use the products that Cliff and I uh, suggest to use because we've tried a lot of the other ones.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, we we spent a lot of time using other ones, well, and it, I can just tell you. Um,
0: well, I will you know, t- I will tell you is the one. I will tell you, um, if, you're on a, if you're on a zero budget, free sometimes does look good. And, and uh, Daniel is saying something about Jing, J-I-N, uh, J-I-N-G, project.com. Uh, share, snap a picture of your screen, record video of on-screen action, share instantly over the web. I am an email. Uh, you know go give it go give it a look, and stuff like that um you know I, the my problem with free stuff is how long is it going to be around and stuff like that so uh ch- you can check that out uh, there's there 's always going to be some other solutions out there and and i 'll tell you before I went to the fifty dollars a month for go to meeting, I was using i was using um oh gosh i can 't even remember the name of them now yugma y u g m a yeah yugma dot And I was, I was able to, they had a free version, but I didn't want everybody who, who had a session with me. I didn't want to have them register a user account and email address. So I I got the Yugma premium, which was just 10 bucks a month. And it worked great as long as you were on Windows and I was on Windows. But man, Mac users, about one out of every every 10, uh, about one to three out of every 10 clients had an issue signing in with their Mac And one actually took. We had an entire hour and a half scheduled, and it took us forty-five minutes before we actually gave up and said, "You know, we'll have to reschedule this because Yugma didn't work." And and I, you know, I I decided then and there. It's like I can't do it. And yeah, uh, you
1: should not. You should not have to compromise with whatever you have, right? You know, that's. I understand bootstrapping. I get that. I, you know, I respect that. You know, we don't all have, and nor do I. You know, nor do I encourage you to go get a $5,000 loan and start your business. I no. mean, I could buy everything I need from my business, again, right now for $5,000. Uh, so you don't certainly don't need that much to start, you know? So, you know, I would say find a way, listen to our episodes. We talk about so many different free tools you could use. But we also talk about ones that, frankly, are just worth every single penny. And, and ScreenFlow is one of those.
0: Right, and, he, and here's the other thing. You, you can hear Cliff say, and, and it's easy for me to say this, and, and sometimes I forget, but I, I literally started my business with with next to no money at all. You know, I, I would I would do a consulting job. I you know, I'd work I was back in the day I was making fifty bucks an hour and I would work for three hours, have hundred and fifty bucks, and that gave me hundred and fifty bucks to buy the next thing I needed for my business. There you go. And and I wanna tell you, the first six months the first six months, my business didn't pay me a penny. In fact, I don't think my business technically paid me. I think I, my business may have paid me twelve hundred dollars total the first year. But the business, everything I made in my business, I, I made pl- my business made plenty of money. I was working plenty of hours, had plenty of jobs, but I, I took everything that I had in my business. Instead of paying me a paycheck, I invested it all right back in my business. And uh, this month, uh, I'll tell you what, it was a good thing. I, one of the things that I do, I actually have this thing, I call it my Ono oh account. And it's not like, oh no, the big problem. It's O-N-O, options, not obligations. And instead of taking all the money I make in a month and then writing my check for the biggest, fattest amount that I can, I actually set myself a certain dollar amount that I make net. And and that's it. I write myself a net check every month and I call my accountant and say, "Hey, how much how much is my gross? You calculate all that out and tell me how much to withhold." And that's how much I'm writing myself, and it's the same, you know, the same net every month. So we always make the same amount of money even though the business is doing sometimes much better than what, you know, my monthly income would normally be. And there's temptations at time to say, "You know what? I'm going to bump my income up." That's going to be a nice. And it's like, "No." What I do is I actually put all that extra money into this ONO account. That's op- options, not obligations. And so then if I have an option to go to a big huge seminar where I have the ability to speak in front of 5,000 people who will then likely, you know, carry, you know, my notoriety and my uh, exposure to a huge audience and 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 get to the point where people are going to be desperately eager to get on my um, you know, my calendar and my rates are going to go from 150 an hour to 300 an hour. Well, guess what? I want to I want to have the money in my business to just say, "You know what? I'm going to go ahead and pay the $1,000 to register for that event and I'm going to pay this money and I am going to go speak and I am going to crush it and convince every single one of those people why they need to hire me and why why I'm the most sought-after person in this industry." So, so I want to have the money to do that. But the other thing I want to say is that when I started my business, I didn't have all that extra money. I didn't have all that extra cash around. And so I, you can hear me say, I have ScreenFlow. And, and all of a sudden I got ScreenFlow and I made you know $30,000 as a result of selling these things. That's after five years of building my brand and relationships and, and killing it. So so it's not going to happen overnight. We do understand that you need some cheaper alternatives. And uh, I'm not opposed to you trying out Jing, J-I-N-G.com. But if you ask me, I love ScreenFlow. Anyway, we'll be back again next week, folks. We look forward to hearing from you.